fluffy right now, if you didn't notice. Um, you will on my bikini try on, but here right now, it's a little chilly, but it, it keeps me um, on my toes. <laughs> I'm on my butt cheeks. <laughs> Sucks up stuff, filters it, shoots water out its ass. I don't know. I'm <laughs> back into the pool. L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone! Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 119. Look at us now. <laughs> Where the hell am I? I'm in my very, very, very early stage, slightly finished podcast studio. And I can't explain how good it feels to be in here, how cool it is in here. <laughs> Even though, as you can see, it is very winter. Um, this is also exciting because every time I talk about, talk about the weather, you can see it yourself. A little glimpse of it anyway. So this is very young in the stages of decoration. Um, this plant won't stay here. I've got artworks on the way. I have pretty much most of my artwork, but I'm waiting until it all gets here so that I can make sure that I decorate it exactly how I want it. I don't wanna put any holes in the walls until I'm 100% sure that that's where I want it. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for everything to come in. This is my funky 70s wallflower wallpaper it took me thousands not thousands of hours uh, i looked through thousands of different types of wallpaper different patterns different options different funky 3d stuff but i definitely wanted to keep with the theme of 70s retro uh <laughs> my paint job is three quarters of the wall a darker kind of pink and the top a light baby pink. I don't want to use the word baby pink, almost like early sunrise pink. The vibe that I'm going for in this studio is very 70s Palm Springs, maybe a bit of 60s thrown in there. Um, and it's just kind of unique and different. <laughs> so the wall color in the entire studio is two shades of pink but I'm going to be toning it all down with darker greens, oranges. I mean, oranges won't necessarily, it'll kind of like balance things out. So um, I may, but at this point have an, a patron video out showing my new studio. Um, I'm going to be filming in the other half. My main like try on area is kind of, it's kind of like a really cozy, corner of my living room type vibe. Um, and maybe I'll put up a picture right here. Maybe <laughs> if I remember to send it to my editor. Um, it's very exciting. And I still am waiting for things. I have a bathroom as well that I'm going to be wallpapering, not in the same wallpaper. Um, maybe I'll save that for a surprise. But so, okay, my bathroom would be closer to being finished uh, if the things that I had ordered did not all arrive 
busted to shit. <laughs> so let me explain. Um, I was looking for a very specific vanity in my bathroom, something that looked very vintage and retro. Um, and I found it on Wayfair. And I've ordered a lot of things from Wayfair in the past. I've had really good experience um, with the things that I ordered. And the things that did arrive broken in the past were compensated, replaced, like, right away. So it is a bit of a risk to order a vanity with, like, a ceramic top, okay? Because it's got to come from God knows where. And um, as I sort of dreaded and suspected might happen... It arrived smashed to bits. And I don't mean just like the top was cracked. I'm talking the entire top was so busted that it completely crumbled to the bottom like rubble. <laughs> so I was like, shit, because it's a vanity that I want. And sometimes like Wayfair will say, oh, just keep it um, and then we'll send you another one or we'll give you a refund. And there have been times when I've just DIY'd fixed something and kept it and then got a refund. So essentially it was sort of free, a bit of effort and work. So <clears throat> I uh, was, I got a hold of whatever the hell um, the Wayfair helpers. <laughs> and this is a little tip, by the way, um, you know, when you're on certain websites and you're trying to get a hold of somebody, you want to con contact somebody on the phone, but websites make it very difficult to find a phone number. They want you to contact them through email or like a chat bot on their website. That doesn't work for me. I need to talk to somebody that's going to direct me where I need to go, right? It's like pushing so many different numbers when you call the bank and you just need one answer, but you got to go. And it's just so frustrating. So there is, <laughs> there is a website called Pissed Consumer. <laughs> And it's a website where you can type in any business, Wayfair, say Best Buy, or I don't know. Um, and they'll give you the 1-800 number to talk to an actual human being. And so that was super helpful. Because I was on Wayfair's website, I was because I have the app, I was on the website. And I know they do this because their customer care is good if you can talk to somebody. But they don't want to deal with returns. They don't want to deal with broken shit. You know what I mean? They that's They'd rather just sell you something and never think about it again and take their money. So this is part of the reason why it's so hard to find a phone number. So I found the phone number. Anyway, I I called and right away, um, because I'd submitted photos already through doing this process, because it doesn't say return because item's broken. It says return because it wasn't what you wanted. And the option that it arrived busted wasn't there. <laughs> so I couldn't even like do it properly through the app or the website. So, but I did upload photos. Um, and finally called this number and got a hold of somebody and they could see that I'd uploaded the photos. My account is affiliated with my phone number. So it just was super simple. I pulled it up. I didn't need like shipping numbers and shit like that. So anyway, long story short, I still haven't heard back. It's been a week and they're like, in one to two business days, somebody will contact you via email regarding your blah, blah, blah. So rather than deal with it right there on the phone with me, then they're like, our, um, Returns department will get a hold of you in one to two business days. I should have been like, no, you just need to sort it out for me right now. <laughs> but they'd be like, I'm sorry, miss. I can't because blah, blah. So now there's all different departments it has to go through. So I haven't received an email. I'm determined to get this one vanity. I would be worried again, because I think FedEx shipped it. I'd be worried that 
it's going to arrive broken again and again and again. But the problem is I don't want a refund. I want that vanity. That's the vanity that I want. It's perfect for my space. It's exactly what I need. The right size measures everything. I already ordered the tap for it. A single hole tap, you know, there's no like knobbies. It's just like one shaft. <laughs> of course, that's the one I chose. Anyway, so also another mirror arrived totally smashed, which is part of my complaint ticket. Both of those items. Anyway, um, so I'm waiting for some items and I can't believe how different it feels in here to be podcasting in like such a bright, open space. Um, let me explain to you what I'm looking at. So also, because this is a new build, as you can see, my certain trims are not finished yet. And these little buggers, I'm gonna murder them right now. The lever doesn't write, okay? Get out, get out. Go, yes, freeze to death, you little flicker. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so the trims aren't done yet. Pretty much everything else is finished. I don't have a door yet, so that's, gonna, <laughs> that's also going to help keep the flies out. Um, and you know what I discovered? That you can paint baseboard heaters. Apparently, they're not supposed to get higher than 200 degrees Celsius, so you can actually paint it with regular paint. And I'm like, this is saving my life right now because I've got this like style happening here and then this bright white baseboard heater. <laughs> and I'm like, please, like nobody consulted me about what color, like give me cream. Give me a cream baseboard heater. But apparently I can just paint it the same color as it will because my trims are the same color as my paint. So that's good. <laughs> you won't see, you can't see it now, but when you watch my try-ons here in the future, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I've got this closet system from Ikea. It's the Pax wardrobe system, and it's going down the center of this, of my space here, because my walls are, this is an attic truss, so the ceiling goes like this, like this, and like this. So I can't actually have storage on the outside of the walls because the ceiling height is six foot. And everything is like at least seven foot. So the only way I could make it work was to have strip, like have this closet system going straight down the center. So I've got four Ikea units. Um, and the thing is like, I cycle through my stuff quite a bit, but my Sugar Thrills collection, I can't put in boxes. I just can't. I have to have stuff available at all times. Like this is something I wear it all the time and my collection is growing, <laughs> but half of my closet space is hanging storage. The other half is folding storage. So, which is super, super helpful um, because there's so many tops like this that I could fold and put away. It's not gonna take up space on a hanger. So anyway, I've got plans and ideas and I've also got another whole system that I have to put together. I wish that the service of Ikea assembly was available in my town. But it's not. I'm burping just thinking about the fact that I'm going to crack this champagne. <laughs> so since this is the very first podcast in my new studio, I'm going to crack some expensive-ish champagne. So the reason why I chose this is very shallow. <laughs> because I watch The Real Housewives of every city. Um, my favorite right now is probably... Beverly Hills or Salt Lake City. Anyway, they're all, they must be sponsored by Veuve Clicquot. 
V-E-U-V-E, Clico, C-L-I-C-Q-U-O-T. This is sparkling rosé. But I went into, I didn't know what that, because I could never see the label. I could see the label on like maybe some videos. If I were to pause and zoom in. But I'm like, why are they all drinking? And whenever they t sip it, they're always like, oh, so good. So they have to be sponsored by this one brand because the label is always orange and the same. And it's a higher end champagne. So I think I found, so I bought the original like orange label one. And then I was like, oh, there's a rosé <laughs> in a box. It looks pretty. Let's crack it. So in case you didn't know, I am a champagne lover. <laughs> what I was going to say is I am a champagne bottle opener from the next century. I'm really good at opening champagne. I'm really good at opening champagne bottles is what I'm trying to say. Um, a lot of people that try to open them are like this. <gasps> like just, no, not me. I live on the edge and you'll see my skills here shortly. Oh, there's a little photo. You know, there's one time I opened a bottle of champagne, like took the cage off and the cork just shot straight out. So you do have to be a little careful, but you don't have to be scared. Ready? Woo! I'm just gonna twist and like, let it do the work for you. That's what I do. So this is a celebration of Finally getting into my new space after me talking about it forever. And like I said, it's going to look quite different. Just going to have a nice hefty bottle. Look at how beautiful this looks. Keep this in there. Veuve Clicquot, please sponsor me. I am classy and I'll drink your stuff every episode as well as maybe another cocktail that I make. That's out of something. Cheers to 100, almost 120 episodes and to a new space, finally. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> Let me just give it another shot here. Okay. I will say I'm glad that it's not sweet. If I have a rosé, sparkling or not, I like it to be dry. Um, and it matches my studio! Woo! <laughs> if, you're, if this is your first time here, you'll um, soon realize that somehow my cocktails always wind up matching something. Usually my outfit. Not today, though. It matches part, maybe. I'm also wearing a sports bra under this top, so like, if my boobs look like flat as pancakes, that's why. <laughs> Um, so some of my plans for this space, I still may change the angle. I might like put the camera over there. I probably more over in this direction. Um, I'm going to be doing like a window treatment of some type because my baseboard heater is right below the windows. It's really annoying because I can't have like a longer curtain and the longer curtain would just kind of create the illusion of more height. It's kind of weird how that works, but then a piece of art right here or I've got like some other little things and then I want a couple shelves here uh, just so I can put some like knickknacks and fun things that I like so it just creates more interest and then also like once I've established exactly where my setup will be then I can start to kind of like 
decorate. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I also got something called the Twinkly Lights Squares. And essentially, it's basically they're like an LED panel. And I, there's six of them in, in a pack. You can get smaller amounts. I got six. Just because I thought I could like create like a little window looker like create a piece of art that you can change because essentially you connect it to your phone and you can upload your own images of whatever you want so like a little gif of like a kitty going like this <laughs> or you can um there's different um patterns and stuff that are already on the app um you could do like something that looks like a fireplace we could get cozy <laughs> something maybe that's relevant to the season you know like even like snow falling or who knows, <laughs> who knows? Kind of the Palm Springs vibe, maybe the ocean, ocean waves. Um, and it's a little bit pixelated looking cause like this, the panels are smaller squares that are all individual. Like it's just kind of like a smart panel. And I saw them in Best Buy because I purchased, I went there to purchase the new Dyson Airwrap. Okay, not only is it so expensive, but um, it is absolutely worth it. So I've heard mixed things about it. And I've done, I, I done a ton of research. I did a lot of research about like my hair type and how, would it work for me? How to use it properly? Can you use it dry? Does, does your hair have to be damp? And, and so I ordered it and my first, like the first thing I did, I got back to my sister's house is at Christmas time. We ripped open that box so fast, <laughs> went to the bathroom with dry hair and curled hair. And it was like, wow, it was so amazing um, because it's so different from like, I, I, a lot of you don't care or don't know what an air wrap is. If you want to know, then you can just look it up yourself. But uh, essentially it's kind of like a miracle tool that curls your hair, but you could touch the barrel. It's not hot. You don't have to preheat it. You can use it right away, but it comes with all these attachments. So I can straighten my hair. I can like really get the look that I'm going for, no matter what the look is, kind of. Hmm. Damn, I kind of feel like I should put the heat on. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool in here, but no, I'm gonna keep it cool. Did you know in studios, like if you're in the Ellen show audience or the Oprah Winfrey audience, which she doesn't have anymore, but like any kind of talk show where there's a live audience, they keep the temperature. I mean, I'm Canadian, so we, I guess I still do use Fahrenheit for heat on like inside the house, but they keep it at like 61, 62, like cold. And I was like, why do they do that? Because I remember somebody went to The Price is Right. And I think it was in Los Angeles or wherever the hell they film it, a warm spot. And um, they were freezing their butts off in there. And the reason why is it keeps people awake. I mean, The Price is Right is more of like a high energy place anyway. So it'd be hard for somebody to fall asleep, especially when your name could get called at any time. <laughs> but, um, you know, like maybe a boring Dr. Phil show and people are in the audience like, it just keeps that from happening. Uh, so I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. But here right now, it's a little chilly, but it, it keeps me um, on my toes. <laughs> on my butt cheeks <laughs> uh okay so what do I have planned for the new year I have a few things going on that's for sure um now that this space like now that my 
garage, everything is finished. Almost. It's time to move on to the next project, <laughs> which I'm hoping will be my swimming pool. Now, not just any swimming pool, an actual in-ground built heated swimming pool. Trying to wrap my mind around that is like wild to me because it all sounds great, right? Like it's definitely something that is going to happen someday, soon. However, there are things like, I mean, of course the pool itself, like the cost of the pool itself and just the, that's not the issue. It's more about the engineering of it insurance okay how much is my insurance going to go up every year um also how the frick am i going to fill it every year do i keep it full and then just keep it heated or do i drain it and then refill it every year because i have to bring a water truck up here to fill it because my well the water comes out brown <laughs> so i have to filter it through like five different steps in order to make it clear and drinkable but I can't run that water through my filters into the pool because it would cost me like a thousand dollars per however many liters because of the filters you have to keep replacing anyway. So there's that. So that would be about like quite a bit, quite a lot to get enough water trucks up here to fill the pool. Then I'm surrounded by wildlife. Okay. I have deer in my yard every morning, every night. Um, we have freaking like, I didn't even think about like rodents, like mice and stuff. But of course, I mean, I'm going to be covering the pool. I'm not going to be like leaving it open, but um, I can't like leave my pool for an afternoon, open, go to town, do a bunch of shit, come back and there's a freaking bear swimming in there. Like that happens in this town. <laughs> that does happen. So there's that factor. Um, and I guess just the maintenance itself, the maintenance of a pool. I've heard so many times. So get this. I had a friend who was living in Ontario and was selling their house and they were renovating it, updating things, painting it. Um, they even retiled the pool area, got everything beautiful and fixed up and like so aesthetic and gorgeous. They sold the house and they spent so much money renovating this pool as well, like new pump systems, like just basically making it brand new. <clears throat> they sold the house, <clears throat> excuse me, and <laughs> it was the longest swallow in the world. And the people that bought the house filled in the pool. And they were like, and, and, and apparently the realtor said they didn't want a pool. And I was like, oh, maybe they had like toddlers or something. No, they're like, they didn't want the, ma the maintenance. So that was the first indication. I was like, oh, I guess having a pool. Yeah, I never thought about it. Like I never had a pool. So I never thought about the fact that it could be high maintenance. And then I hear other stories of people like, oh, yeah, we love the pool. But it's so much work. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck? So I guess... Nowadays it is different because you can install a pump system that manages the chemicals on its own. So it measures the level of this, this, and, and slowly adds through the filtration system or through the uh, input, the chemicals it needs to stay where it, where it needs to be. Expensive, 
but that's a thing. Also, now there are robotic pool cleaners. Did you know this? <laughs> so since I've had this fantasy of building a swimming pool, there must be something in this that I'm a little bit allergic to. Hopefully it's not alcohol. Because <laughs> then we don't have a podcast anymore, you guys. I do notice <clears throat> certain things and foods that I eat. I'll have like a little bit of like a flare up. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Pools. Um, oh yeah. So there are robotic pool cleaners. And so since I had this fantasy of building a pool, um, I guess searching it enough on YouTube or Instagram, whatever things pop up. And then I saw this video in the same way that you have like, I have like <clears throat> an iRobot um, vacuum cleaner for my floor, my main floor in my house. And it's essentially the same thing. They actually also have, I don't have one yet. It's it's a lawnmower. It's, it's basically a robotic lawnmower. And when it gets to a certain point, it goes back, charges itself. You can do it at midnight so you don't hear it. It's very quiet. But this pool one is very interesting too because it climbs the walls. <laughs> so the way that it works, you charge it up and I think it's got a snorkel. So it's got a snorkel that stays out of the water um, and it goes along the bottom of the pool, sucks up stuff, filters it, shoots water out its ass, I don't know, <laughs> back into the pool. Um, and then the fact that it goes, it climbs up the sidewall of the pool and goes back down and just go like, it's pretty remarkable. So I figure if I have one of these chemical control systems, as well as a pool robot, I would call him just like pool boy or like, I don't know, what's a pool boy name? Conrad or Chad or something. Chad, Chad. <laughs> it reminds me of like surfer guy. Anyway, um, then, you know, then it couldn't be too bad, right? It's just more of like the maintenance stuff. Like if something goes wrong with a pipe or whatever, you just have to call somebody. But the thing is, I don't have like a local pool builder in my town. I would have to call somebody from out of town, which would be shitty. But imagine the content that I could make out there. I mean, I could write it off. <laughs> it's, my, it's my office. <laughs> the pool is my office. I mean, I'm the bikini expert. And the pool parties that I could have, not only would you just show up and have a fun time at the pool, pick your bikini. I could have a little shop. <laughs> it's funny because I've been told so many times, oh my God, like every time my cousins come over or friends or whatever, they're like, you could open a store. I'm like, I could open a store. However, it would not be very inclusive because I'm just typically a size medium or a large if I'm ordering from Asia. So, you know, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be able to shop at my store. <laughs> so it's not really like nice to do something like that. Um, but sometimes I get the odd thing that's like way too small or way too big or so, but not often enough to be to justify that. But um, I'm like, if I had a pool and a little pool house, I could literally have like racks of different bikinis and people could just show up and be like take one two take all I don't know like I just need to get rid of them um but I still keep them in bins I keep them still because I've worn them for like a minute maybe two minutes each 
brand new, perfect condition. Some of them are very expensive, like over $250. And I've worn it for two minutes. So like, I can't just donate it. I've done that before. I had bins and bins of stuff that I donated to a friend that she shipped it home to Cuba just because, not because they need bikinis, but they could sell it down there for profit because they're in such like dire straits down there. It's kind of a horrible situation, but so I donated that, but I'd like to, I mean, even open an online store. I've looked into it. The problem is shipping from Canada to the States is a process. I did have a Poshmark, but then I could only ship within Canada and that kind of like fuckery. It's just it's not at all as simple as you think it would be. And I'm like, should I, can I just hire somebody? Like I can ship all this stuff to them. They can keep like 50% of the profit. I don't care. And, you know, sell different items. Even if everything sold for 20 bucks, right? Like it's still, I make $10, they make $10. If you're out there <laughs> and I know Shopify, I haven't looked into it quite yet just because it's not something I could take on myself right now with my schedule, but Shopify, I think, has changed the game a little bit so I could have my own shop. Um, if you see something that I've worn on one of my videos, um, then it can be shipped out to you. That kind of thing. So, um, but the thing is, I'm not looking to make, to buy things and sell it for more. I just want to make some of my money back because I have, like, I don't want to throw these kind of numbers out there, but I have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of prop like things that I've purchased over the years of doing YouTube. Crazy. Yeah. I need expenses too for my work. <laughs> I can't just have no expenses, but, um, anyway, it's sort of complicated and it shouldn't be this complicated or complex when it comes to this sort of thing. But like I said, if you have any, um, suggestions, let me know because I'm sort of in a pickle, if you know what I mean. So this next subject, I have to be a little bit, so it's nothing's finalized yet. So I'm just, I'm not going to share all the details and there's some controversy involved a little bit. So like, I have to just be a little bit careful with my words here, but so, um, I talked about the DNA way or the DNA company in a previous podcast. And basically, um, here, let me just think. So I saw this man on Whitney Cummings podcast. Whitney Cummings is one of the most famous female comedians on the planet. She's done Rogan. She's done. She was interviewing this guy named Kashif Khan. Typically when I'm watching a um, a Whitney episode or it's her, her podcast is called good for you. Typically when I'm watching one of her podcasts, I don't, I don't watch them all. I'm not like diehard, but I, I like to watch the ones where I recognize people, but this guy had no idea who he was, didn't recognize him, but some, for some reason, I just clicked on the video and started watching and I just kind of was going to click off, but it was quite interesting what was being said. So Kashif Khan is the owner of, um, or the founder of the DNA company. Um, he's pretty much a DNA specialist. Um, and he wrote this book called The DNA Way. Uh, and to sum it up, kind of, it's like you are not, you're not the victim of your own genetics or your, your destiny is not your genetics. You can 
do a lot to prevent disease, avoid disease. I mean, is, are those both the same thing? <laughs> but you, and what the doctors that you see for your ailments, um, it's not a one size fits all for everybody. So what worked for Jimmy down the street doesn't work for Tallulah in her apartment in the city. <laughs> you know, like there are different treatments for everybody depending on your DNA. So he deep dives into DNA and explains how it's responsible, not responsible, but um, the foundation for which every function that your body does is based on your DNA. I mean, it sounds obvious, right? But he uses an example, one of his most famous podcasts he's been on. He said, was it cholesterolemia? So one of his one of his clients um, was on medication for his cholesterolemia, and it turns out the cause of this was that he golfed too much. So I heard that and I was like, "Excuse me, it was a good kind of like bait to get me to watch that podcast too." Which, which you know, I'll get more into it. I, I get I get into too much detail and I get off track. So I'm just trying to like very much clean cut explain um, who this guy is and what he does in the DNA company. But, um, so this, this podcast with Winnie Cummings and she's a comedian. So like, you have to kind of be into a bit of raunchy comedy at the same time. And which, which keeps you kind of like interested, but the way that Kashif explains these things and, and, um, simplifies them for us common folk, <laughs> us blonde common folk, where he's not using like a ton of huge words that, you got to go back because I I'm the type of person I have to listen to something maybe a couple times to really comprehend it if if there's something I don't understand like a word or whatever and I'm like then it throws me off then I lose track it's like reading I have to read sometimes a paragraph four or five times before I can comprehend what it's telling me right like I can read it but is it sinking in not all the time he is like he knows how to talk to everybody he can generalize it. Super, super smart guy. Like, I'm blown away by just the knowledge he can pull. And anyway, he wrote this book. After this podcast, I went on Amazon. I ordered the book. In fact, I ordered two copies of the book um, because I was like, I'm going to want to give this to my sister, family members, whatever. So my neighbors came over to bring me Christmas baking. <laughs> and we got into this conversation and, I, and it, I don't even really know how it came up exactly, but I was explaining that, hey, you should watch this podcast because there are things said in this podcast that blew my mind. And I feel I consider myself fairly educated in like the health department. I watch what I eat. I know how important exercise is, blah, 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 as you know, most of us do. Um, but I actually put effort into certain things, right? And um, so... I was telling them, I said, you got to watch this podcast because, you know, because I got into vitamin D, which is, you know, I won't get into too much detail, but that then uh, they were just interested. So I went to forward them this podcast, um, this Whitney Cummings Good For You podcast. For the life of me, I couldn't find it on YouTube. I looked and looked and looked and looked. It's like, what the hell? Memory space. That's one thing I have to do is clear my memory cards. Um, anyway, so basically couldn't find it anywhere. So I noticed on, um, the good for you 
YouTube page, um, that episode 210 is missing, gone. So take it out for whatever reason. I'm not going to get into any controversy or anything like that. So um, I was like, damn. So I, I kind of was curious as to where it went. So I, I actually went on X and I, I went on to um, Instagram and found his Instagram and his ex. And I sent the same message to both. I was like, hey, I was really hoping to share this podcast with, but I can't find it just so you know, like this is what's, you know, going on. And uh, I would like to share this with people, but I don't know where to find it. Um, and so he actually got back to me like 20 minutes later. And I was like, oh, he's writing back. <laughs> he wrote back to me, um, you know, because he's, he's up there, you know, like he's, He's not inaccessible. He's also Canadian. So I was like, maybe he knows I'm Canadian. <laughs> uh, anyway, but he replied to me. And um, anyway, I got the link and all's good. But I uh, I started conversation with him. And I told him, um, I said... I'm basically going to gift myself this DNA kit. So you can purchase a DNA kit. It's different from Ancestry or 23andMe. It's different than this. Um, so I want to purchase this kit, which is probably, I think it's $4.99 US um, for this DNA kit, uh, which is hella expensive. But the more research I did about this company and the more things I learned the more intrigued I was and the more, the more and more I wanted to do it. So I said, I'm going to gift myself this DNA kit. And, um, I'm curious if like, I kind of brought up the fact that I couldn't really find any journeys for this DNA kit on YouTube. Um, you know, people kind of just random people buying this kit, doing the DNA, showing the analysis because you receive back a full, kind of like spreadsheet, if you will, of your DNA analysis. And I believe there's something like eight different categories, I could be wrong, but um, where there's hormone health, there's all sorts of different things that you can learn about yourself that you might not have known before. But not only do you get this analysis, you can go further with it and receive feedback as to what you should be doing say supplements, for example, things you should be avoiding. Um, so you kind of get like a full rundown of yourself and the positives, the negatives, what you can do about the negatives, how you can get your like, mental health on track, how you can kind of feel like you're 100% best. That's one thing I find that you can't get from a doctor all the time, right? Of course, there are different you know, doctors that are very caring and really put effort in. But, you know, if you go to a doctor, they sometimes will just say, try this pill, come back in two weeks. Or if they can't diagnose you, come back in two weeks. So it's not like, it's like you're seeing a specialist. This is almost like seeing a specialist for exactly what you want to learn about yourself and getting answers and then getting a solution, right? Um, so that's super cool. So I'm going to link... The missing podcast down below again it's in a recent one of my previous episodes um and i'm gonna link another one uh that he did this is most i think there's like something like six hundred thousand views for this podcast um you can watch that as well for me i best learn through listening and like visual 
rather than reading. <laughs> um, I'm about a quarter of the way through the DNA way, the book. Uh, I just have not like really given myself the time to sit down and read. Um, I've had the time like in the evenings and stuff, but that's when I'm doing my emails and everything else <laughs> besides relaxing. Um, and you can have a listen. Uh, so basically, Kashif and I had a phone call the other week about the potential of a collaboration because I said to him, I'm fully willing to be completely transparent about this DNA journey of mine from start to finish. I receive my kit. I think you just spin in a vial, close it up, ship it off. Two to four weeks later, I get my results. When I get my results, I very likely will fly to Toronto and then have him, he's offered to analyze my DNA himself. And we're going to sit down in an environment similar to this, whether I rent a podcast studio down there or maybe he has a suggestion and just talk about my results, what they mean, things I knew, things I didn't know, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but have a listen to those. I'm sure there's also transcripts that you can listen to uh, or read <laughs> um, of these podcasts, uh, but it's very crucial information and things that like, because for me, I am, I find, feel like 98% healthy, right? I, f I know my body. I know my health. I know my cycle. I know like hormones are a mystery to me. <laughs> They're a mystery to all of us. All you guys are there like, hey man, hormones are a mystery to me too. But if you could, if you could learn things about yourself and improve your libido even, improve your, um, Hair health. Stop losing your hair. <laughs> you know, there are certain answers you can get like that. Um, your exercise health. Some people benefit from exercising and bulk up. Some people can't. So what if you're somebody at the gym, you're spending hours and months and years trying to bulk up, but you just don't have the right genetics for that, right? Um, there's things like your cognitive ability. So say you want to start a new job. And there's information with regard to potential supplements you're lacking because you don't have certain receptors that hold on to that, which do this and do that. <laughs> it's kind of like a really sounds crazy, but um, everybody would want to know. Even for me, I don't have any health concerns. I just want to know, right? And I could just imagine if I did have health concerns, it's not going to hurt anything, but you will get answers. And so... You know, I just feel like I have a few people in my life that have mysterious things going on. They don't know what it is. They can't explain it. The doctors can't help them because they, they're like, well, sorry, like take this pill, you know, um, try that, try, you know, but no help, no answers. Um, and I'm not saying that this is going to, you know, give you the cure to whatever, but it's information and it's um, helpful information. And I think everybody, especially if you have loved ones that have kind of chronic issues, they can't figure out, you know, psoriasis or, or even arthritis and things that like autoimmune type stuff, there are answers in your DNA. You just have to unlock them. You just have to have somebody go, 
here it is. Because I, if it was up to me to figure out my DNA, what the hell am I going to do? I can't spit on nothing besides my own hands. <laughs> um, you know, so how would you know? Otherwise, unless you have this ability or this this opportunity to have experts. And I just feel... I feel so fortunate that Kashif himself, that I'm talking with him, we're having conversations, this, like, me, <laughs> little old me. Um, but I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm hoping that this all kind of works out to plan. I'm manifesting it. I'm thinking about it. I'm visualizing it um, because it's a big deal. And I know, I know, I know that a lot of you would benefit from something like this. Um, and with like we've, uh, Kashif and I have talked a little bit about potential um, like different collaboration opportunities. And I'm, like I said, I fully want to just put it all out there. And because it's my DNA, what I, it's not, it's not my fault, you know, <laughs> it's just is, it is who I am. Um, so I don't really feel like I have anything to hide. And it would just be very interesting. And to even do like a like a one-month follow-up, a three-month follow-up, a six-month follow-up with potential changes that I've made and the differences that I felt. Because the thing is, even though I feel like I'm totally healthy, sometimes you live in a state of yourself that you don't know any different, right? For me, for example, even t telling you that I ha have to read something four times before I can comprehend it, that actually could change, right? If I just, you know, supplemented my brain maybe with something that I'm lacking. <laughs> brain cells, maybe. <laughs> Is there a brain cell supplement? Um, you know, so I... I'm curious, right? Because like when you live in the state of yourself, like every day you're doing the same thing, you're eating at the same time, you're eating the same foods in the same environment, whatever. You might not even notice that there's anything wrong at all until you fill those gaps. And suddenly it's like, holy shit, like I can remember what I was going into the pantry for. <laughs> Whereas yesterday I had to walk in four times. Before I remembered what it, like I would remember when I walked away, I'd walk back. And as soon as that thresh, that door threshold of the pantry, I like, it's like a ping, just clears my brain and I'm staring and I don't remember again. Very frustrating. Um, also a bit of brain fog. I will admit I do have sometimes <laughs> this don't help. Um, but if I'm trying to recall names or recall quotes or jokes or whatever, Sometimes I just can't do it. It's just not happening. I am not able <laughs> to function normally. And then I can blame it on like diet sometimes. Like if I go off and just have a bowl of butter noodles, probably going to not, my brain's not going to work too well the next day or that day. Um, so interesting stuff. I will keep you posted on that situation and how that starts to play out. Um, and yeah, do your research, get a little bit educated on, if you're interested, get a little bit educated because I will be talking about this in future podcasts to come, potentially leading up to the final video of me 
sitting down with him and having a one-on-one and learning some shit about myself. And I think that would be super, super cool. Also, everyone that I've talked to about this DNA company, the book and just this situation are all super interested. And I swear, I need an affiliate code because I've sold probably seven or eight books already from it. Like I just say, just go buy it on Amazon. But maybe I should just say, say, is there a place they should be buying your book where they can get a discount code? Because I'm selling a lot of your books, <laughs> even through this, right? Like, so anyway, it's for me, like I said, I'm not, I'm in, in for just information. The fact that it's sort of manifesting itself into something manifesting into something bigger is so exciting because if I can help even one of you get answers right just one example that I've I've used before and I'm not sure exactly how DNA plays into this specifically but I've talked about this before in a podcast about a friend of mine had been living in a mold infested home but didn't know it so behind the walls There was a leak at some point. It never wound up showing up anywhere. There was no wet on the walls, whatever, but there was a leak kind of between the walls. So things that you can't see in a place that this person couldn't see. And um, for many years was having chronic illness and problems and symptoms. Their kids were getting chronic bleeding noses and needing puffers, like two different degrees of puffers. And they were just like, and it's a family of five. Three of them were affected, two weren't. So they found out that there was mold in the walls. They were not told by anybody, no doctor, no construction worker, whatever, that that, that was causing their issues. But then they started doing research on mold toxicity. And what do you know? They could check off almost every box for three of them. Now, it turns out that apparently two of them didn't have the same kind of reactions because everybody metabolizes mold um, toxins differently. So some people can live in the same home with a moldy wall that they can't see. One has respiratory issues, one has chronic nosebleeds, one has um, chronic pain somewhere, or um, like depression, anxiety, these are all tied to this mold toxicity. So they moved and um, got everything kind of replaced and fixed, right? But they moved and everything went away. All the prescriptions went away. Um, Very, very, very interesting. But imagine now, all the homes, even some of you listening right now or watching right now, could have a bit of a mold infestation somewhere. And you might even see it. You might even know that it's there. Oh, yeah, in the basement, the water leaked in through the side of the house, and now there's this black mold somewhere. That could be the catalyst to all of your issues. The spores in the air could be making you sick. So (laughs) I got, got off on a bit of a tangent there, but this... Knowing something like that about yourself, potentially, through DNA, I'm not sure exactly, like I said, if that's something that DNA can test for, like your tolerance for toxicity and like how some people can rid themselves of toxins better than others, like, you know, so that kind of thing. 
but that kind of thing, like just things that you think you go to the doctor, say you have like chronic headaches and depression and, cr- and you just keep going back to the doctor. You keep going back because something's not right. It's not how you used to be. Something's changed. Something's making you sick. Like something, you know, something's not right. But the doctor gives you a pill for your depression and tells you to take Tylenol for your headaches. Now you're on a pill for depression on top of living in a toxic home, still having those symptoms, but now you're numbed by this depression pill. And it's like, it perpetuates itself and you basically get into the cycle and get sucked into the system because honestly, some doctors, they just rather prescribe you something rather than say, hey, go to this um, naturopath down the street. Like those paths don't cross. Doctors don't do that. They're not like, hey, I don't have the answers. Go see Susie at the naturopath office. It's not really their way, right? When when Susie might be like, take turmeric and you feel 100% better. You know, like, so there's just sort of a disconnect happening everywhere. And I just know, I even know people myself that are on antidepressants or anti-anxiety or like ADHD medications and things like that, that it might, that might not be the actual thing. So you can kind of backtrack through your DNA and get back to the start and go, okay, this is what I'm seeing. This is the path you need to be taking. And it's not always like lifestyle change. Like it's sure some of it's going to be like, stop drinking so much, stop smoking, stop, you know, like there's environmental things that you can change. Um, but then there's like science-based stuff that you would never know. Like supplements you've never heard. And of course people are like hokey about supplements or like, Ah, vitamins. It's just like a big business. Sure it is. Yeah. Um, but if you know which ones to take and how much to take, you know, that makes a difference. And, um, I'm just rolling on and I don't even really know what I'm talking about. I just am repeating information that I think is valuable. And, um, I'm very excited to be going down this path and I want to take you with me. And if you have any suggestions, for questions you may have for me to ask him. Um, I have a billion questions that I've written down. <laughs> so because if we sit down together, I'm like, I want to know this, this, this. And they're questions that I haven't heard asked before on any of his podcasts. He's been on many, 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 he's just done TED Talks and things like that. So I want to know certain things. And if you have questions you want me to ask, let me know down below, by the way. If you keep hearing a weird sound that sounds like farting, it's not me. It's just my foot. (laughs) I promise. Um, Would I recommend this Veuve Clicquot Rosé? This is the year. I mean, years definitely change the taste. I mean, different years taste different. Um, Let's see. This is... Oh, no year. 1772. <laughs> I think established in 1772. This would be from a freaking like pirate ship if that was the case. Nope. Is that weird? That there's no year? There's also a QR code. So it, that might give me more information, but I doubt it. Maybe it's in the box. Who cares? <laughs> I'm not going to buy it ever again. Um, like I said, it's not bad. It's just lacking a little bit of flavor and it's also um not super bubbly 
kind of like 50% bubbles. I like something so bubbly it hurts. <laughs> I said bubbly, I think, uh, that it hurts. Like I like it's coming up my nose. Like it's like pins and needles. I love it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, definitely doesn't. But the first pour sometimes like I poured it into a dry glass. A lot of times I'll pour champagne or sparkling wine into a wet glass. I'll just run some water through it first because it doesn't get rid of the bubbles. Like, cause the, when the champagne touches the dry glass, it kind of, the carbonation comes out of it. So I'm going to give it another glass. Um, I have to go cook dinner. I'm making fried rice. You know what I discovered? That when I get Indian food, like East Indian food, I get extra rice, just the regular basmati rice, not flavored or anything like that. It makes the best fried rice ever, 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 ever. Um, I don't know. It's just the oil in the rice, but I use it cold. And oh my God. So I get kind of two meals out of one and the rice is really cheap. So I just get like three or four and then I freeze two, eat one, use the other one for fried rice. And I'm not on keto. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> I'm a little fluffy right now. If you didn't notice, um, you will on my bikini try on. Anyway, everyone, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to episode 119. Check out the links down below for those podcasts I was telling you about and do your own research. I'll have more information in the next episode um, and I'm excited. Also, my social media is down there. Um, follow this channel. Um, I'd really appreciate your subscription. Also follow my main channel, my Cat Wonders channel um, for all other exciting content. And you can see my other side of my studio. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I can't wait to show you this decorated. It's going to happen here sooner than later if things actually show up, the ones that I'm waiting for. Um, and thank you all so, so much for tuning in. This is Kitty Licker. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Cat Wonders and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. I can't reach the camera. <laughs>